Hello, Warriors. How you guys doing this evening? This is uh, August, um, what is it? August 19th. Yes, August 19th, uh, 2022. And it is a Friday, of course, because you guys are hearing my voice for the second time this week. Uh, You guys got a chance to uh, hear uh, hear, uh, Cheerleader Camp on Wednesday. And tonight I am discussing uh, the Grudge 2020 with two guests who we have not heard from in a long time. It has to be since the beginning of this year, I think. We did 13 ghosts in January. Um, (laughs) uh, uh, Nathan and Amanda Dilla. If I had the applause button, (laughs) that's what they would hear. They would hear the applause. They They are back. And scarier than ever. No. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, but um. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> well, how have you guys been? Let the listeners know how you guys have been. What scary movies you guys were able to see this year? <laughs> We've been good. We recently moved, so new changes. And... Yeah. Yeah. Yes. To go in and watch new scary movies. Yep. Yes. Yes. Just this week we watched. Just this week we watched. Let's see. Last House on the Left. Yeah. The 2009 Last House on the Left unrated version. I showed Mm -hmm. Amanda that. She hadn't seen that. It was good. Yeah. Yeah, Yes. Uh, I I, I, I like the remake better than I like the original. Only because. Yeah, me too. Because the the original just showed a little bit too much. I mean, I I, I mean, I, I get that it called for uh, I, the the storyline called for you know rape and all that you know. But I just to me they were uh, the remake was a little bit more classier. I guess just maybe I don't know, like the unrated. I don't know what the rated version of that movie looks like but the unrated i mean it's pretty brutal but at the same time the thing that makes that movie so good is the revenge is so brutal too and yes like amazing and the ending of that movie is perfect i thought so too i thought so too i thought that they got the storyline and all the all the good points of the first one in the remake and then they you know expanded upon it and made it even better i would like to think if anything like that happened to me my dad would do the same thing yeah oh yeah oh yeah, yeah. most definitely yeah. my, my mom you know <laughs> yeah 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 i mean you know yeah. they're messing with their child, you know, and you know what? I'm oh, glad I'm that you mentioned that. Uh, I'm I'm glad that you mentioned that movie, Nathan, because I think I'm gonna put it on my 2024 schedule as well. I've already done my 2023 schedule; it's all laid out. So, but my 2024 schedule is not. So, <laughs> so I'm going to definitely put that movie along with the, the other movie that we discussed, um, uh, Possessor. I'm going to um, put that on my 2024 schedule so uh yeah i'm I'm glad you mentioned those movies um yeah now uh what did we think about the grudge 2020 though oh my gosh i i thought it was i thought it was the scarier the scariest grudge movie yet you know i and i've seen them all i've seen one two and three 
And I did see the uh, Japanese version of Juwan. Have you have you guys seen the Juwan um, uh, yeah. TV series on Netflix? I think yes, so. that that's good. Yeah, we'll have to check it out. Again, it's on Netflix. It's on Netflix. It's the Juwan uh, 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 TV series. It came out. Was it last year? It, if it wasn't last year, it was the year before. And that's a scary series, man. But this, but this movie right here, it it's, it scared me. I jumped a couple of times. I'll let you guys know. <laughs> I'll let you guys know when we get to the question, <laughs> which scenes I jumped on. <laughs> yep, I I jumped and I screamed. I'm not ashamed. <laughs> well, we've been out away from the city now, so watching a scary movie at night and then it was a really bad thunderstorm last night oh. <laughs> perfect for creepiness right yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. just funny um now okay the gr- <laughs> the grudge 2020 was of course released in 2020 but it was um released january 3rd so so like me and nathan were uh we were discussing this before the podcast how this was one of the um, few scary movies that was at the theater um, during the 2020 yeah, it before. Is, it is actually the last movie I saw in theaters before the lockdown, the pandemic, and all that. So, right. Yeah, this movie is kind of special because it wasn't the last scary movie that was released. You said that was The Invisible Man. But, yes, yes. Uh, but it was the last one I had gotten to see in theaters before everything went, you know, yeah, hellfire. went straight to heck. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, well, yeah, you but, know what, 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 what horror movie is special to me? is Scream 2022 because that was actually the movie that me and Brian went to go see after the pandemic was over. So I I, yeah. I didn't see I didn't didn't get to see any horror movies before the pandemic. So I, I shoot I didn't see the uh, Invisible Man until May of 2020, and I didn't see The Grudge until this week. So. <laughs> So, so you yeah. know, but um, but yeah, uh, and and it star it stars um, uh, uh, that girl that you were talking about, uh, Nathan. Uh, what's her name? Yeah, it stars Andrea Andrea Riseborough, and she is also the lead in uh, Brandon Cronenberg's Possessor Uncut. Yes, and yep. it also stars Lynn Shay. I like Lindsay. She's actually a really yeah. good actress. She she is. She is. I have to give her her props, man. And, and she's still yeah, doing she's it at the age she... that she is. Yeah. Uh, and it also stars William Sattler. Now, you guys may yeah. ask yourselves, who, who in the heck is William Sattler? But you guys know who he is, especially if you hear any of my podcasts. He's, uh, he's been on he's Demon Night. Yes, he's he, the coolest dude. I met him at Texas Primary. He's the nicest guy. Really, I want to meet him. Oh my gosh! Hopefully, he, he comes he back because I would love yeah, to meet him. He, he he was on uh he was on the Mist and one of my personal favorites, Demon Knight. And he was so young on Demon Knight. Oh my goodness! And he, of course, he is the uh, 
the the bad guy, the bad guy uh, what's his name, Colonel? I don't know. But he plays the evil Colonel in Die Hard 2, and it's just an incredible performance. There was, there was him, wasn't yeah. it? It sure was. Yeah, I actually had him sign my uh, Die Hard box set. <laughs> I love Die Hard. My favorite Die Hard has got to be, um, well, the first one is yeah. actually my favorite, but after that one, I mean, part two was oh, yeah. good. Don't get me Best wrong. And best Christmas yeah. movie, I guess. And every anybody who says yeah. that there is not a Christmas movie, it can kick rocks because it is. <laughs> it is definitely a Christmas movie. And um, uh, let's. Yeah. Uh, but my but uh, my point was, I'm sorry, I was getting away from my point. My point w- was, I actually <laughs> love part three. Part three was my favorite because Samuel Jackson was the funniest in that movie. I mean, him and Bruce, it was like him and Bruce Willis was trying to outdo each other with the comic, with the comic relief. Oh, can you guys hear me? Oh, you mean, uh, oh, Die Hard with a Vengeance. Yes. Yeah, Die Hard with a Vengeance, that's a great movie. It is. I, I, I love it. Yes. Uh, so, so my uh how i would rate the die hard movies is one three two and then the other ones that came after that <laughs> i actually like the other one i, like I did too i like the one with justin long on it yeah um i, I forget yeah yeah the, 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 the uh live free or die hard yes yes that's what it is I live free or die hard i like with that the, with the peter gabriel the the computer hacker. Yes. Which his real yeah. name is um oh my goodness, what is that man's real name? As well as he I know it. Yes, yes, because I love him on screen too. <laughs> yeah. Even though he's yeah, the he villain. Oh he also did uh he did the the remake of the crazies. Yes, he did. And I do have that on my schedule for next year, I believe. I think I have the remake yeah. of The Crazies. Yeah. Yeah, I love that movie. That's another good remake. It, it was. Because, you know, I did not like the original. Yeah, it's a lot better than the original. It's a lot better than the original. I, the original one is on Tubi. Nothing happened. Uh-uh. Nothing, even nothing at all. I'm like, wait, wait a minute now. <laughs> you know, that's the only time I could think of where I really did not like the original and I like the remake better. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good example. Uh okay, so guys, let's get into some questions here. Um uh, oh, I, I didn't get the chance to ask you guys what you I'm just I'm sorry, I'm just moving right along. Uh, what did you guys think of the grudge? Because it was scary to me. Like I said, I jumped a few times. <laughs> okay. Well, what did you? Think? I liked it a lot. Um, I am a huge fan of the first one. Yeah, so and am I. I was in uh, college. Also, I went through like a Japanese horror movie phase when I was in college. But I think it actually. It uh, holds up to the other ones. Yeah, yeah, shoot, you probably enjoyed it better because the Japanese horror in at that time and probably even now, it was much more scarier than the uh, films 
in the U.S. Well, and unfortunately, I think that's because of the fact that with the original Grudge U.S. movies, um, they went with PG-13 movies. And what makes the Grudge 2020 better is it goes back more to those more terrifying and graphic roots of the original right. movies. And, and allows for that to happen because they let it be R. Mm-hmm. And so the, the kills are more brutal and it's, I think, it's a scarier movie because of the R rating. Mm-hmm. I was telling Nathan last night that when I was uh, in high school, I used to run after my brother making the popping sound. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> do it. Do it for the fire guys. Okay. <laughs> that's a great that's a great imitation <laughs> my brother out I love it exclusively on horror movie warriors yes yes only on here folks can you hear, hear the grudge sound <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh my good. Okay, now that's the other thing that the Grudge 2020 has really good sound design. from yeah. that from that noise to everything else. It's really good. Sound and, and it's it's so crazy because even though they didn't have the the Japanese family that it um, originated from, it's so crazy that even I mean the American family that is now being grudged. Uh, uh, it, they are to me. They're even more more scarier than the Japanese family. Oh yeah. In my opinion, they are anyway. They're way more scarier. Um. So, who is your favorite character? Uh, Amanda, we'll we'll start with you first. Ladies first. <laughs> Mrs. Matheson, the old lady. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I love her. Lindsay for the Mrs. win. Matheson. Yeah, Mrs. Matheson, yeah. It tops up her fingers like carrots. She's funny. She was funny. She was funny. But but I I, I liked her too, um though, Amanda. Um uh we'll get to we'll get to um the scene that I really liked from her, but but I, um, I I do agree. I I put down another character, but I do agree that she was a good character. Uh, and Nathan, how about you, sir? Who was your favorite character? I mean, I felt like I had to go with something other than Andrea Riseborough because she's like the main character. Uh huh. So he's the obvious choice just because I really like her in a lot of good horror and genre cinema. Um, I believe she was also in. Uh, that Tom Cruise movie, Oblivion. Hmm. Um, but yeah, that's a really good sci-fi genre movie. Um, but so other than her, I would have to pick William Sadler's character, the the partner that went crazy because yeah. he was grudged. Yeah. And then the the way they the special effects makeup on him to show the scars from where he had tried to shoot himself in the face. Oh, yeah. Can you Im- Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Can you imagine the, that? The, the, the effect work of the post-shooting 
in his partner's lap bleeding everywhere and then the scar makeup they did was really good too and it was performance, he just told it you know I, I can't imagine uh, having to sit in that chair for as long as he did because I think um, I think I read that he had to sit in the chair for like four hours to get that um, done. Uh, so, but it, it, listen, him and Robert England and um, whoever had whoever um, no, I think it was Kane Hyder, Kane Hyder, all of them who has to endure sitting down. For all those hours putting on that makeup, that scary makeup, yeah. I bow down to them because I couldn't do it. I wouldn't be able to do it. I can't sit still that long. Well, I guess I, or, I guess uh, I could, but I wouldn't want to. Gary Oldman in Hannibal. Gary. Remember the, remember the the old burnt up, deformed old man in the movie Hannibal? Yeah. That's Gary Oldman in makeup. Oh gosh. <laughs> yeah. I know that took forever. Yeah, and not, not only that, but Gary Oldman was also he was also Dracula in Dracula where he did lots of prosthetic makeup for that movie. Oh so yeah. Like, oh. Yeah. My I mean, head is off to him. Dude will go through anything to give a to just become the character that he is. He's such a chameleon. Uh, uh, Any true goth girl first crush. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Vlad. His name was, I believe. Vlad. Oh, <laughs> uh, <Yep>. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, kudos to all the actors that'll sit through that kind of stuff to, to become the characters. Uh, yes, that we love. You know, oh my gosh. Let's yeah. just. I tell yeah. you what. Crazy. Okay, so who is your least favorite character? Uh, Amanda, we'll go to you again. Because ladies first. <laughs> we were talking about this last night, and I don't I don't think I have any, because I like them all. They're all good, creepy, and perfect. Yeah, I mean, there's not a ton of characters. There's no, like, No, not really. I mean, so, I mean, the only character that, like, like I was just joking around last night, but I was saying like it's the fat cop, the, the oh. fat guy that <laughs> yeah. has a few scenes. I was like, I hate that guy. No, I don't really hate. Him. <laughs> yeah. No, I was like, I can't hate any of the characters in this movie because I mean, pretty much all the characters, except maybe that guy, were like needed for the story and everything. So, mm-hmm. but even that guy was needed because he's the one that like goes back and watches the security footage with her and. She thinks she's losing her mind and everything, and right? He, and yeah. he's like, "You need to sleep." So even that was necessary for the story. Yeah, so, yeah. I don't know. It's hard to have a least favorite in a, in a movie that's like a half a dozen people. Right, right, and, and all of yeah. them are likable. Uh, you know, the the yeah. only um, yeah. well, I picked um, I picked Goodman. Uh, only because he it was like he 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 wouldn't believe what was right in front of his face you know it, it was like well it wasn't right in front of his face though because he never went in the house so he never he never saw right right well i i know in, in that instance it wasn't right in front of his face it wasn't right in front of his face but 
but he knew something was wrong because he didn't go into the house. He wouldn't go into the house. He's like, no, no, I'm not going. He said he had a feeling. That yes, he had a feeling about it. So, so when his partner went in there and then came out unhinged, he should have known right. that there that his feeling was right. Something is wrong with that house, or something is wrong in that house. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, but then he was like, "Oh, you're crazy! Get it together!" But was he really crazy though? Because you didn't even want to go in that house, sir. So. Right. Well, and I, I mean, the way his character kind of came off to me is he just didn't want he he didn't want to touch it with a ten foot pole. Like mm-hmm. he just didn't want to talk about it. He didn't he he didn't want to think about what it did to his former partner. He just uh-huh. wanted to just ignore it. You know? Right. And Which what happens when we ignore things? <laughs> they it gets bigger. Yeah. Well, I'm not saying it was right. I'm just saying like he was not wanting to deal with it at all. Mm-hmm. His aversion to it was because yeah. Right, right. And I understand. I mean, don't get me wrong, I understand, you know, they they just put it out your mind and ignore it and it'll go away. That I mean that's a I mean it's it works for the most part, but then it it always comes back around to hunt you too because that because then we saw that his other partner did the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, he should have figured it out at that point. So but yeah, so it's like there's a point where you can't ignore but things. At the same time, like. He was in the car when his partner shot William Sadler, shot himself in the trying to kill himself, but he right. was just blowing his face off. And then the dude's like laying in his lap with his face falling apart, bleeding everywhere. I mean, he probably was so traumatized he didn't even want to think about it. You know? Yeah. 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 He, had, he had compartmentalized that in a section of his brain and sealed it off. He didn't want to think about it because it was so traumatizing, probably seeing what happened. Right, I mean, right. if somebody blew the paper right in front of you, I mean, that's, yeah. that's, that's, that'll get you some PTSD, I would say. So, you know, I think he was just, between the bad feeling he had and the trauma and everything, seeing his partner try to kill himself, he right. was just like, a deal with it, because he kept telling his new partner, like, this isn't your case, just ignore it, drop it, you know, he tried right. to tell her. Exactly. Exactly. He tried. He tried like heck to get her to, to you know, to stop. You know, and uh, yeah. but, uh, um, oh, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> um, but Muldoon, um, and I think that was her name, right? Detective Muldoon. I think that was her yeah, name. Yeah, Andrea Brady. Yeah, she, she played um, the uh, detective. Um, she. Yeah. Uh, you know, like I said, like I said, you know, it came right over, you know, it was like a, it cycled around again. And I, I didn't know if it was, uh, directed at him because, uh, the, perhaps the ghosts wanted Goodman to go in the house, but he just wouldn't, <laughs> you know, right. that's what I was I'm thinking sure. because, because there's no, I mean, it, I, and I know he had, 
Uh, he had to be thinking too, like, no way. I mean, this could, this cannot be a coincidence. My my former partner goes in the house and gets great. It goes crazy, and now my new partner is going in this house to get. Is, are they after me? That's what I would would have thought. I would have thought that the ghosts were really after me, because it. Yeah. It, it you know it seemed too much of a coincidence for it to be you know his former partner and now his new partner so yeah yeah, yeah. that well, would have been a good storyline <laughs> that probably answers your your other question though in the sense of wouldn't that make you stay even further away uh, yeah you know yeah and if, if so that explains why his character was so reticent to get involved for so long. Yeah, that's so, very true. You know, he just every every everything he did find out about it, and everything it did to the people around him made him stay even further away. Right, right. And uh, I'm not sure if I told you guys my favorite character or not, but my favorite character is actually Muldoon. Uh, I'm not sure if yeah. I got a chance to say that, but uh, but yeah, uh, I yeah. love. Uh, I loved how she she was the one to fight back. She was kind of the Sarah Michelle Gellar's character of this grudge, yeah. because she she decided yeah. to um, uh, to try to burn the house down just like Sarah Michelle Gellar did, and um, uh, you know, uh, it, I, and I guess it worked for a while, but then you know, uh, but <laughs> but yeah, she was my favorite character. Yeah. Uh, and what was your favorite scene? Of um, yeah, not not necessarily your favorite scary scene. We're gonna. We're, I actually have a separate question for that. But your favorite scene. Uh, my favorite is when Ma- Miss Matheson is uh chopping up stuff in the kitchen and then you find out she's chopping it's chopping her hand <laughs> she's actually chopping her hand Woo! yeah and, and she uh Muldoon starts to try to get out of the house and she's like don't leave me and then you see her husband has been rotting and sitting in the chair yes yep it says maggots and all that stuff all over his face yes like gooey gooey <laughs> leaky so hot. But yeah, but hot girl summer. <laughs> <laughs> hot girl summer. Well, it's actually is is been very much of that <laughs> this summer. A very hot girl summer this summer. <laughs> My goodness. But you guys live around around a lot of trees, so it's probably been cooler in your neck of the woods. No. Today it was. Today it was. Today it was only 86, which I say only. It was like cloudy in 86 with a breeze, and so it's not bad today. But we're closer now to the ocean than we were before, so we get a lot of humidity. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Okay. That sucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, today wasn't bad though. No, it really wasn't. <laughs> but yeah. Uh. But uh, anyway. yeah. Um, one of my favorite favorite things um, actually uh, has Mrs. Smatherson in it, but I'll I'll tell you guys my my favorite scene after Nathan says his. What's your favorite scene, Nathan? Uh, uh, 
I was thinking about that. If I had to separate it from scary scene or whatever, then favorite would probably be like when she goes to the insane asylum to see William Sadler's character, the former oh, yeah. partner. Mm-hmm. And uh, and they do kind of a science of the lambs thing where she walks down the hall and sees <laughs> the different people in prison in the in the criminally insane ward, and then. You know, and then she goes in there and he's all messed up looking and it's just totally, seems totally crazy, right? Right. And then they they flash back to the asylum a little bit later and he's like on a stretcher tied down and he had ripped his eyes out. Oh, like, yeah. Just that whole, that whole like, scene was actually really good. He William Sam- yeah. Sattler, he can play some very good parts, man. Yeah. I mean, he even played a really good, memorable um, guest spot on Law and Order SVU Special Victims Unit. Um, he he played a, a character on on an episode of that. That was he just did a really great job with it. I mean, everything he does from TV to horror movies to genre to Bill and Ted. I mean, he's just I mean, yeah. he can do everything. But I mean. My favorite movie um, of his will always be, be Demon Knight because he he was uh, he played the part of um, you know keeping the um, the keeping the blood of Christ safe. He he played that really well. I I don't have you guys seen Demon Knight? I haven't seen that. One. Oh my goodness, you guys, that's your homework. Between right. now and the next time we see each other. <laughs> well, guys, we are, we're going to take a quick little break. And I, when we come back, I will be telling you guys my favorite scene. All right, guys, and we are back. And I am going to tell you my favorite scene. Uh, and it does, um, it has Mrs. Matheson in it, uh, Amanda. Uh, my favorite scene is when she's um, playing peekaboo with Melinda. <laughs> uh, when, yeah, when, yeah, when the, um, when the um, uh, suicide assistant is, um, uh, she's asking her, well, who are you playing with? And she's like, Melinda, and it, it, just the way that she smiles, <laughs> the way that she smiles made me giggle so hard, and and she's like, it makes you realize totally lost it. Yes, yep. <laughs> <laughs> and, and even the nurse is like, uh, yeah, this broad is crazy, and uh, she's not. Oh yeah, yeah. Like- <laughs> She says she's lost her mind, <laughs> but but I, I I like but see I like I like I said Lynn Shay is such a great actress. She's um very um I think she's starting to get noticed a lot now, especially due to the Insidious well, she, movies. She shouldn't have jumped jumped down that stairwell. Then that's that's not good. No. <laughs> That wasn't but good. No, but <laughs> <had her> own... <laughs> <laughs> Go out with the that was a big bang. <laughs> yes, it it really was a big bloody bang. I tell you. 
<laughs> it was. It was. Uh, I, mean, I think it was done head, very well. Her head hits the railing on the way down, which snaps her neck, and then when she hits the bottom, she just explodes like a water balloon. Uh, yeah, Kiki Oh my gosh. <laughs> that is a description. That's I know, right? Well, well, and the reason why it was one of the best kills in the Italian movies because we actually got to see it. Um, yeah, that's what I'm saying. They didn't pull any punches with that. Mm -mm. We actually got to see it. We didn't really get to see um, any of the other deaths. Um, most of them did happen off screen. Uh, well, they go back and show stuff like the car accident. Yeah, 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 well. they do. Like, yeah, like flashbacks. Uh, I yeah. think that's the only thing. Um, um, uh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm getting ahead of myself. I was about to say something, but I forgot. That is the answer to one of my questions. So I can't tell you guys right now. But, uh, okay, so we got our favorite scenes out the way. What is your least favorite scene, if you if you have one? Um, Amanda, we'll start with you first. Ladies first. Mm, go to Nathan first. Okay. I don't have one. I don't have a least favorite. I really don't either. <laughs> I mean, it's just not like... But I do have... I guess when it's dope and the credits roll, it's like, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like, oh, we want more. But even I like that too, though, because it was a good song during the credits. It was. It, I I actually yeah. do like the song. The song was actually really good. Uh, uh, I yeah. I don't have a least favorite scene. How, however, I have a least favorite storyline. I think they could have left the. Uh, the fat cop movie. I know, right? <laughs> I think they could have left the um, the girl being pregnant out. Uh, not not saying necessarily leave Peter and Nina out. Just the fact of her being pregnant. Uh, I, I um and and the child being you know diagnosed with um that the the disease. I, I think they should have left that alone. Not uh, like I like I said. Not leave David and Nina out. I mean, David, Peter, and Nina out, but um, but definitely that whole pregnancy storyline. I just thought that you know, them killing off an unborn baby was just a little much. But that was the only thing that I didn't like. Everything else I loved. <laughs> I mean, that's a, that's how we got to know those characters, though, was through that storyline. Like, how else would we have gotten oh. to know them without that was affecting? Well, I guess so. I guess that's true. Because I think that's what makes the what happens to them so tragic. Oh, yeah, you're right. What because what otherwise we wouldn't care. Right. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Yeah. Instead, what instead when it happens, you're like, oh man, that's horrible. Yeah. But I mean, that's the whole point: is the grudge doesn't care, and the grudge is going to kill anybody, anybody, and everybody. Yeah, no matter what kind of. Yeah, because I mean, and we already know this because 
so far, two children have died because of the grudge. And I'm talking talking about the Chinese boy or the Japanese boy from the first one, and then Melinda, who is a little girl. So, so yeah. yeah. So okay. So, so yeah. So I guess it it kind of does go along with the storyline of children being killed by this thing. Okay. Yeah. And that just shows how, you know, insidious it is and how sinister it is. It doesn't care. Yeah, how scary are, it is. What kind of person you are, what age you are. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it affects everyone from the elder, like Mrs. Matheson, and then or or children. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Okay. Oh, oh, I was also thinking great scene. Um, when the little girl is bleeding at the front door and he's like, hey, let's go inside and clean this up. And you can see just a tiny little smile. Yeah, she smiles right before. Right before he walks into the house for the first. Oh, really? I didn't. I, I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to watch it again yeah, and see if I can notice time. that. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 yeah I'm gonna have to like watch it again and see if like I can see it. Uh, let's see. Uh, another great. Um, uh, another great scene for me was every time Burke was on the screen. I thought the little boy did really good. Um, the 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 little boy that plays um. Modun's son, he was really good, but see, I I, I like oh, yeah. I actually like children in horror movies. Uh, I know a lot of people think that some children, you know, can be a bit annoying, and I and they can if they don't if they don't do the acting, you know, in the right way or something, they can get annoying. But I love children. Well, I mean. Suppose in certain movies, like you just mentioned, Amanda, you just mentioned the Babadook with the boy in that movie, but that boy was supposed to be that way because the whole movie was about postpartum depression, and that's part of, a big part of why she was dealing with that was because of his behavior. Right. And his behavior was supposed to, his behavior was supposed to be outrageous because but at the same time, it was annoying, right? When he's screaming and everything. Right. That's what like, a lot of people were saying. I could not finish the Babadook. Not because of the little boy, but because to me, the Babadook was so boring. <laughs> it was so boring. And I, I just couldn't get through it. I was like, because it was on Netflix for like the longest time, like years ago. And I and I had it on. I did. I, I put it, I cut it on. I said, I'm going to, I'm going to watch this movie. Cut it out, cut it off within the first 20 to 30 minutes because I was just I was bored with it. I'm like, uh, yeah. uh. but then a lot of people did, say, into it, yeah, that's what a lot of people told me. And a lot of people said that, um, that the little boy was uh, was nerve breaking. And uh, let's see, I didn't, I didn't get that far into it, so I have no idea if the little boy is nerve breaking or not. Uh, I do. I, I'll tell you who, what kid I thought was nerve wracking um, in a horror movie, uh, and I think I think I told you guys before. before and I, I think my listeners, if they've um, listened to any of my podcasts, I've said it before. Um, uh, L or Ellie 
from um Pet Cemetery, the original Pet Cemetery. That girl got on my darn nerves. <laughs> she was so annoying. <laughs> I don't know if you guys have seen the original Pet Cemetery or not, but oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But she was annoying. My gosh, I couldn't, I couldn't take her. <laughs> but, <laughs> but um, none of them kids got anything from the first Texas Chainsaw. Franklin. That oh yeah. So <laughs> he was. He's always like being snooty and rude. Oh yeah. my god, he was obnoxious. Frank. And he was, and Franklin wasn't was even a kid. He was nice. He, what he was yeah, like. Franklin takes the cake for being the most. Yes. Of yes. Okay. I, I, I'll give you that. I'll give you that because uh, because Franklin was a little he was obnoxious he was snooty he was annoying he was all of that and what's even crazier is that they said I've heard it said that he was like that even when he wasn't in character. Ew. Yep. That's why he's he, so it wasn't good acting it was just. He's, uh, he's well they say he it was method acting that's what they said they said that uh that he was like that because he wanted to stay in character even when they weren't enrolling he just didn't i feel like yeah i i was gonna say <laughs> i feel like that was just an excuse because that's how he wanted to act that's, that's without he, acting that's yeah, what you had wanted to act like he wanted to act like a child Huh? I have a podcast of officers who just like when they got killed, you were like, "Yay, finally!" Like the principal and Jason Manhattan when he gets put in the toxic waste barrel. Oh my gosh! Yes, I think everybody. I think everybody, you know, probably uh, applauded that part. I know I did. Right. (laughs) We could probably do a whole like a minute and do a whole episode of just like characters from horror movies that you were glad when they got killed the girl from <laughs> starry eyes oh yeah the bully the bully in yeah. starry eyes yeah when she gets she gets murdered that's awesome brutally you're just like she's Star- to, starry uh, eyes i'm gonna have to watch it i'm gonna have to watch that what's uh-huh. starry eyes about that's one of okay so starry eyes is starring uh um alex esso from <laughs> uh doctor sleep oh okay okay yeah this is the movie she did before she got the doctor sleep role um and it's uh a really good it's amanda's favorite it's a really good (laughs) and alex esso she's also on uh midnight mass right was that her yeah. Yeah. She okay. She's she's actually a really good actress. She's another good actress yeah, that I just love. Her like if you want to see her go through the ringer and go through one extreme to the other within one movie, showing why she was deserving of Midnight Mass mm-hmm. and Doctor Sleep and Starry Eyes. Oh my so, gosh. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm def. I definitely want to see that. I'm gonna. I'm gonna see if it's streaming anywhere. I definitely uh, want to see I that. Don't know that it is. I. I you can get it on DVD or Blu-ray on Amazon or online. 
Um, I don't think it's, I don't, maybe Shutter. I don't know. I don't know if it's ever streamed. Oh, okay. I, I, I got I got a DVD originally, and then I got it on Blu-ray because it's oh, such okay. a good one. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm definitely going to check that out. Yeah. All right. So what scene made you guys jump? If you guys did indeed jump, because because I know you guys are probably uh, desensitized to all this stuff, to all the jumpy stuff. So, <laughs> but yeah. did you guys jump at any of the <laughs> scenes? Because I know I did. Um, the one that got me was uh, when he's in the closet. Oh and yeah, hiding. when Peter the yes, Harold, Harold from Harold and Kumar is in the closet. Yeah, when he's in the closet and you see her come, the come mother, right, the like right in, right next to him. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. That was a good. Yeah, I mean, I would say I didn't like actually jump or anything, but I would say the scariest scenes are that scene with with uh, John Cho. And the final scene in the house when all the murders are appearing and transpiring before Muldoon. Yes, like when, when she she, she can house. see. Yeah, she can see uh, yeah. what she actually happened. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so th that scene and the scene with the scary scene with John Cho in the house when he gets killed uh, or gets possessed actually. Well, um, because that's right. the thing they show him back at his house after that scene and he has the scissors like he's completely vacant and like his eyes are dark yeah like, and, and she saw it too that she's like what's wrong with you yeah yeah uh uh i was gonna uh oh yeah my the <laughs> the parts that i jumped on was um well okay when when she was watching the videotape alone down in the police basement and she thought so she heard something so she's looking around with her flashlight and all of a sudden uh sam is there you know he's like rotted and everything like that and she shines the light on him and she, he, he's just like ah i'm like oh my gosh that, that scared the bejesus out of me and then there was there was there was another um scene that made me jump uh uh oh my goodness, I brought it down. What other scene was it? Oh yeah, uh well this the Peter scene when he got grabbed. Um not that not the scene that you were talking about, Amanda, but the scene before that when he went up the stairs and he went into the bathroom and the hands came up and grabbed his head. Lord, uh, I now that was when I screamed. I screamed on yeah, that part, but I just jumped on the <laughs> I just jumped on the part when uh when Modoon saw Sam. But when those hands came out of the bathtub and grabbed Peter's head, I screamed. When he was leaning over that tub, I, I even commented while we were watching it. I was like, why is he getting that close to a mur <laughs> you know, bloody murky water and some strangers? Like, yeah. well, wouldn't you be like, oh hell no? Uh-huh. I, uh I would have been <laughs> I would have been like the road runner. But he like he walks into the bathroom and he's like holds his nose because it smells bad. Yeah. Like 
like, why would you keep getting closer and closer? Uh, yeah, I, like, at that t- at that point, I I, I would have just left Melinda by herself, <laughs> or I would have grabbed her if I if if she was within eyesight, I would have grabbed her and be like, okay, come on, let's go. But uh, but yeah, no, <laughs> I'd have, I'm, I I would have taken Nathan's advice and just be like, hell to the no. No. I'm gone. <laughs> no. No. Yep. <laughs> or the part with the hands in the back of his head. No, yeah, that would have been enough to do me in. <laughs> when he's washing his hands. He feels the two other fingers on his scalp. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah like, well, that was very reminiscent of Sarah Mag- Michelle Geller when she was washing her hair and in the first grudge. And she felt fingers in her hair. She's like, what? <laughs> that was very reminiscent. You don't want random fingers in your hair while you're showering. Heck, you know. Okay, so now we go on to my deep question. How does the grudge pertain to the Bible? And, um, uh, I, I'll go ahead and um, answer this first, guys. And uh, oh, uh, just to let you guys know, I did Google that question that you guys asked me. Now I'll um, tell you guys what it said after I um, read my um, answer here. Um, I know the Grudge franchise as a whole uh, deals with you know seeing people that have passed on, but um, in reality, the um, the truth is the dead, you know, does not come back, you know, to, to life. Of course, we, we know this. Um, uh, a scripture in the Bible, um, Ecclesiastes 9, uh, yeah, chapter 9, verses 5 and 6 says, um, For the living know that they will die, but the dead know nothing, and they have no more reward. For the memory of them is forgotten. Also, their love, hatred, and their envy have now perished. Uh, Nevermore will they have a share in anything done under the sun. Um, People who do see the dead, though, are quite possibly seeing demons, you know, just like in the movie, Um, because demons can and they do deceive people. So in saying that, that's how the grudge pertains to the Bible because uh, what they really were seeing were demons. It, it wasn't ghosts or, or anything like that. Uh, people don't think that demons exist, but they do. However, we don't see our, uh, we don't see our loved ones that has passed on because they are dead, but, but, it, we uh, we all know the devil knows how much we love and miss our loved ones, so he will use that, you know, against us, and we think that we're seeing them when we're actually seeing a demon, and so he just uh, the, the devil will twist the truth as he always does. Uh, that's what I have there. Hopefully, that all made sense. <laughs> Um, and uh, you guys had asked me um, earlier about um, the sins of the father. Um, 
let's see. Uh, and I did uh, pull up some scriptures here. Uh, one is um, Ezekiel 18, 19, and 20. It says, um, Yet you say, Why should not the son suffer for the iniquity of the father? When the son has done what is just and right, and has been careful to observe to observe all my statutes, he shall surely live. The soul who sins shall die. The son shall not suffer for the iniquity of the father, nor the father suffer for the iniquity of the son. The righteousness of the righteous shall be upon himself, and the wickedness of the wicked shall be upon himself. The reason I was thinking about that verse was because if you remember in the first grudge or in Juan, um, it starts with the dad killing his family. Right. And that's where it starts. That's where it, yep. Yeah. Yep. And it starts as kind of like a generational going through the years of it started with the dad and then. Yeah. Kind of trickles down. Mm -hmm. And and yeah, yeah. And in that um uh instinct that that deals with generational cur uh generational curses, which is yep. actually also in the Bible too. Uh, let's mm -hmm. see. I'm gonna see if I can pull up a scripture. Uh, right quick. Let's see. Generational curses. Uh, because that is, generational curses are very real. Uh, let's see. Generational curses. Ghosts, ghosts, ghosts. Um, ghosts are real in the sense of demons. I was also thinking of, um, have you ever gone into someone's house that their family is very, very dysfunctional. Yes. And you get like, you get that feeling on you. Yep. I, it feels kind of like that when like these people are going into the house, you know? Uh, yeah. Yeah. If that makes, that makes perfect sense to me. Uh, oh, okay. Um, Exodus 34 and 7 uh, is a good generational curse um, scripture. It says, um, um, I can't. I said, oh, they're not showing me anything. <laughs> let's see. Exodus uh, 34 and 7. Let's see. I'm going to see if I can. Um, Let's see. Okay, here we go. I found the scripture. It says, uh, keeping mercy. Oh, uh, this is, um, I'm sorry. This is Exodus 34 and 7. It says, um, keeping mercy for thousands, forgiving iniquity and transgression and sin. And that will by no means clear the guilty. Visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children and upon the children's children unto the third and to the fourth generation. Yeah, so that's saying, uh, like, you know, sin. Uh, let's see. Uh, it, 
because uh, it says, keeping mercy for thousands, forgiving iniquity and transgression and sin, and that will by no means clear the guilty. So, uh, I, I mean, from that, I, I get, get like, if you sin, like, say, um, like a number of years ago, my descendant or your descendant, whichever one, whichever one you want to use, um, like, um, maybe like, um, was a thief or something or a murderer and it goes down the line, you know, maybe, you know, maybe, um, his son becomes a murderer and then his son's son becomes a murderer. And then his son's son's son becomes a you know, and, and it just goes down the line like that. Uh, that yeah. is a generational curse. And, but all curses, I believe, I believe all generational curses can be stopped because it, but it has to be stopped by the, you know, like I'll, I'll take me for instance, like if my, uh, great 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 grandmother was uh, was a murderer or something like that. Well, all I would have to do is just stop that curse. It, it'll have to stop with me. You know, I I would have to not murder somebody. You know, so I, I, that's how I feel. You know, unless you're the grudge, just don't go into right. The <laughs> Yes, unless you're the grudge. Yes. So keep continuing until the next house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it's so true. It's so true. Uh, but uh, uh, I, I believe. Um, uh, and but you know what, Nathan? Uh, I, I do believe in ghosts. I do. I do think that um, people. And I'll tell you why because of my mother my mom when she was um i i think she told me that she was actually my son's age my son is five years old right now and uh she and she um said when she was five she actually saw um her grandmother's friend who had passed away he was a it was uh he was an older gentleman mm-hmm. And, uh, and she, he was, uh, her grandmother's friend and he lived like, um, right next door. And, uh, and she said that she was in her bed and she just all of a sudden saw this man by the doorway and she said it, it was him. She said, uh, she, so, so she's, and I said, well, mom, what, what did you do? And she said, I just pulled my, co- the cover up over my eyes and went to sleep. <laughs> but, mm-hmm. but she said, but she says she, she never forgot it. And she, and she does. So she, so even though we're not supposed to believe that, you know, the dead, you know, that we can see the dead, it does happen. I think it happens. I think, I think, you know, you know, um, people have seen the dead. Uh, I haven't, thank God, and I don't want to. I always tell my dad, because, you know, my father passed away when I was five years old. And I always say, Dad, I love you, and, and I do miss you and everything, but please don't show yourself. 
I don't want to see. I'm sorry. Oh, that's okay. That's okay. Hey, I know dogs. I have two of them. Uh, uh but yeah. Um. Oh, and my grandma. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, we're back from our break. <laughs> All right. Uh so uh, uh well um uh Nathan, did you um uh did you have an opinion about how it pertains to the Bible? Um because I know uh, Amanda just gave hers. Yeah, I mean that was the one we kind of thought of together. I oh, guess. okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean when we discussed the the ghost thing, you know, I think you know, if you're gonna believe that everyone has like a soul or a spirit, then you know, I don't right, think right say that that spirit could appear if it oh yeah you know to the living yeah I think, yeah i think uh, there's enough uh i've heard enough stories from people that i know oh right that, know, that you know you yeah but but like i said you know i i, I uh uh and i'm not uh, hopefully um um it got they got this in the last segment but i uh i tell my dad all the time because you know he my father passed away when i was five so I, I tell my dad all the time like i love you dad i miss you i just don't want to see you because you're a dad i don't want to <laughs> you know i haven't seen you since i was five i don't want to see you now <laughs> uh, and and my grandma oh uh, my grandmother always makes me laugh too because um it um her sister-in-law which is my great aunt which is my um grandfather's um sister um uh on my my grandfather on my mom's side my mom's dad uh she um her and her sister-in-law were very close and she told me that they told each other that when they that whoever dies first will appear will come to the other one and tell them if they're okay well, she tells me all the time. She's like, she has not come to me yet, so uh, so I don't know if she's okay or not. <laughs> so <laughs> we always have a good laugh about that. <laughs> but but yeah, I do um, I do believe that. Um, like I said, I believe um, people can see ghosts. Uh, I, I don't know if we're supposed to see them or not. Now that that's a different story, but I I do I do believe that you know pe people have seen them because like you um Nathan I've heard tons of stories about it you know and yeah I just do believe that I and I believe that some people will come back to tell their loved ones that they are okay I do believe that too or just scare them yeah. <laughs> Ah, with that being said, I have I don't have any more questions, but I do have five fun facts. Um, the first uh, fun fact I have is the scene where Detective Muldoon is being stalked by the ghost in a darkened police station is adapted from Juan the Grudge Wii game. Um, my fun fact number two is Nicholas Pesky 
the director, he said that he took inspiration from The Exorcist and The Changeling for this film. And I'm also going to put The Changeling on my um, schedule uh, on my schedule for 2024 too. I don't know if you guys have heard of The Changeling or not. The Changeling was actually released in 1980, and that is actually a very good scary movie. Thanks. Um, and, and I believe it's on Tubi too. So if you guys want to check it out, it's streaming free on Tubi. I think. I think I've. I think that's where I saw it at. Uh, my fun fact number three is the makeup process to create the Landers family's ghost. I mean, let's forget about uh uh, uh William Sattler for a minute. The, the Landers family ghost took around three to four hours for each actor playing the ghost. Wow. Um, my fun fact number four is the address number on the police station is 999. That is actually the emergency number in the UK. Well, the director actually on one of the, on the Easter egg segment of the special features, mm-hmm. um, he, they uh, talked about all the number fours that are in the movie, just like in the originals, because um, the number four in uh, Japanese sounds a lot like the word for death, and so they don't say it. It's kind of like the number 13. Here. Yeah, yep, yep. Yeah. I, I read that, too. You're so right. I have read that uh, the, the number four for, for the Japanese culture is considered bad luck. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And then in that same special feature, the director said number the 999, it was supposed to be symptomatic of 666 upside down. Oh, yeah. And I did read that, too. Yep. Yep. And um, it's bad omen for that. Uh, yes. That look. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. That's exactly what it's um, symbolic, symbolic for, a bad omen. Yep. Yep. Uh, my fun fact number five is this was the first American grudge film not to have any involvement with Takashi Shimizu, who directed the original four Juan films and the two American remakes. Although he did not direct the grudge three, he did remain as producer. But he he was nothing for this movie. I mean, he not the director, not the producer, nothing. Well, they did a pretty good job paying an homage to him. Yeah, they sure did. They sure did. I, I loved all the homages to um, the Juwan movies. Uh, and uh, now we go on to the cast and crew that's passed on. And, you, you know, uh, actually, there actually was one death. Um, coronavirus. Huh? Coronavirus. <laughs> Actually, well, that might have played a part in it. That might have played a part. But uh, uh, her name was Stephanie Shirk. She played the therapist. She was uncredited, though. Uh, she passed away on April 20th, 2019. Uh, uh, and she died of... Yeah, uh, was it 2019 or two? It was either 2019 or 2020. I forget which. 
but um uh, but she was um she passed of suicide guys and the way she committed suicide oh my gosh i um uh, she she drowned herself she um i read this on ibdm she um she had um weights she had exercise weights on her feet and on her hands and jumped into her pool and uh and actually she and she was married to um her husband uh was the guy that plays goodman that was her husband the guy that plays goodman detective goodman oh oh really yeah that was his that was his wife in real life Yep. Damien Bature. Damien Bature's wife? Yep. Yep. And she was only 43 years old. Only 43. And she was young. And she had a lot to live for, too. But, um, yeah, it is. It is very creepy. Um, well, uh, we move on to uh, my Cooper's reaction. And I have asked my grouper, uh, my group, uh, have you seen The Grudge 2020? And if so, what scenes uh, scared you or made you jump? And was the movie scary to you at all? Uh, um, I got, oh, gosh, I didn't know I had this. Uh, let's see. Uh, Lise Hunt says, I, I saw The Grudge. I liked it. I've seen all. Uh, she said she's seen all of them. And Juwan. She said it didn't really scare her. She says, I liked it when she saw the spirit on the bus window and in the house. And let's see. And uh, do, do, do. uh <laughs> And uh, Monica Ridley, Monica Ridley says she really hasn't had anything scare her in a long time. <laughs> but this movie, I, I think she uh, said that this movie scared her. Uh, and Kayla Selena Merchant says she'll have to watch it. She says she doesn't even remember this coming out. <laughs> Because right before the pandemic. Yeah, yeah, yep. She, um, a lot of people probably didn't get to see it, but that was it. And um, uh, yep, that was that was it. That's all of the um, that's all of the groupers' reactions I have. Uh, let's see. I do have some business to take care of, though, because, um, as you guys know, uh, Wednesday was the podcast, um, three-year anniversary, and, um, I told Brian to, um, uh, to pick three names from the app generator that he has on his phone, 
um uh because i i gave them the names of everybody that has been on my podcast and i do mean everybody i have i had i have had 66 guests on my um podcast and i wrote i wrote all of their names down including yours and amanda's and um uh, i had him uh uh randomly pick the names on the on the generator app uh on his phone and, and yeah. he did just that. He he uh, did just that. So I have three names here that um, I want to uh, read off that, that will be getting prizes from me. So let's see. The first name I have is Sean Donovan. The second name that he uh, sent to me is Brian Allen Keaton. And the third name is, uh, I, I bet you, you haven't heard this name in, in, in a very long time, Nathan. Uh, Jesse Herrera. He uh, won. So uh, Jesse Herrera, uh, Sean Donovan, and Brian Allen Keaton. They are the winners of the uh, the three-year anniversary podcast. And um, uh, now, if your name didn't get pulled, don't worry, because because on October 31st, Halloween, uh, uh, is my, uh, my 200th um, episode. And I'm so excited about that. I'm not sure if I told you that or not, Nathan, but on Halloween, mm-hmm. Halloween is the... You know what? I did not have an episode planned for that one. What I'm going to do, uh, what I am going to do for that one is, and actually, um, um, uh, a lot of my admins were saying that what I should do is just um, have a podcast at night and whoever wants to come on can come on and talk about their favorite scary movie or, or something like that, but, but, and I have Amanda to think for this. I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to have, and, and it'll still be like random people if they want to come on or not, but we're going to talk about annoying, scary movie people. I love it. <laughs> Love it. People who who deserve to die in horror movies. I think I think that would be such a funny because uh, what me and Brian um, came up with actually anyway was I was going to what what I'm going to do is I'm going to have the whole podcast outside because we're going we were going this year we were going to pass out the candy we weren't going to go trick or treating with Christopher or anything like like that. So this year, we we're just going to be outside with my computer and stuff like that and with my phone. And so whoever, and I'm going to put this on the um, group page, whoever wants to come on and, and, you know, just talk to us, talk with us about, you know, about annoying people who need, who deserves to die in horror movies. I think that would be fun and funny. I agree. I have a lot of them. 
<laughs> so what I'm what I'm going to do is I'm going to allow people to just come on um and you know it it'll be for like five or ten minutes at a time or something something like that. Different people come on the podcast, whether they've been on before or not. They could come on, they could come on and 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 people who uh, took a treat can also be on the podcast. I just think that's fun. Right. I think that would be fun. Yeah. So, and that would be, that's a great way to celebrate my 200th episode, I think. Great. There you go. It's going to be good. Yeah. So, you, so uh, Amanda, Nathan, you guys come on, come on and tell me who the most annoying character for you guys and who deserves to get off. <laughs> well, guys, that is all I have for to, uh, today. Um, next week, I will be taking a break. Uh, 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 but the week after it, uh, September the 2nd, I will be talking about, I will be discussing the scary movie Popcorn from 1991. Have you guys seen Popcorn at all? Uh-uh. No. Probably not. Yeah, that was from 1990. 1990, 1991. One of, one of those years. It stars Jill Scullin. Now, Jill Scullin, she's just, and I mentioned this on Wednesday's episode, she's just about as much as a screen queen as Jamie, Jamie Lee Curtis. Uh, Jill Scullin has played in a lot of the 80s horror movies. Um, uh, the Stepfather. Cutting class, uh, uh, popcorn, and uh, there's another one in there too that she starred in. That's a horror movie, but but yeah, she's she's just about as much of a scream queen as Jimmy Lee Curtis or um, uh, Leanne L- Lania Quigley, uh, and also um, yeah yeah she, she I I I would I would put her right there with them. So. Well, I- then why'd she stop making harmony? She she's she had a family. She um she's yeah, she did she decided to start her family. There she is. Miss Ingrid. Uh oh, we can't hear you. Uh oh. Uh oh. Her phone is giving her issues. Uh, listeners, Miss Ingrid just joined us. Well, we have to give her a minute. Uh oh. Uh-oh, poor Miss Ingrid. 
Oh, no. I feel like I'm in a found footage film, Miss Ingrid. <laughs> I do. I feel like I'm in a... <laughs> Uh-oh. We can see you, but we can't hear you. Can't hear me now. Okay, I can hear you now. Okay. All right. Yeah, I'm up here thinking Thursday, man. Look, you're too busy. That's what that is. You need to sit your tail down. (laughs) Well, I'm, I'm trying to learn as much as I can so I can do the job right you know I, don't I, I understand I understand half, half it, you know. well uh, hey we got Nathan and Amanda here we've listen oh, we've gone yeah. through all this we've gone through this whole podcast without you girl <laughs> uh, that's okay that's all right it's fine I'm, I'll catch y'all on the next go around or whatever movie we can start. oh yeah well yeah. Well, I, I miss you guys, to tell you too. You know, it, it was kind of weird without you. No. Oh, she's Second or third grudge, um, 
it was at an apartment or something yeah. like that. So yeah. So like yeah. Well, the, the Grudge Twenty Twenty actually takes place during the events of the Grudge Two. Okay. Yes. Yep. So You're right. At the same time. Yeah, they're happening at the same time. Yeah, I thought that's what they were doing because of the, the way they had the the timeline on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, between uh, what was that? Uh, between two thousand four and two thousand six, right? And so they showed one scene in two thousand five, but yeah, it was during. Right. Yeah, yeah, it was jumping back and forth, which I understood the reason why they were doing that. You know, to get and, which is good. crazy to me because I usually don't like movies like that. <laughs> Oh, man. I usually I don't know. like when they jump from time, you know, from different years and everything like that. But, but that was, yeah. but I actually followed it. Yeah, effectively with the Grudge twenty twenty. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yes, they did. I, like, I love Lynn Shane. I love me her in person. Me too. I, I was telling, her. I was just telling um, uh, Amanda and Nathan. I um, uh, I love Lynn Shane. I, I love her. Uh, I yeah. yes, she's, yes. One my, she's one of my top top five actors that I like that I like to emulate myself after. Well, yeah. and and I was just gonna say, Miss Ingrid, and please don't take this the wrong way, don't, uh, because you know this is a total compliment. You say, you say what you may. This it, it, this is a it's a total compliment to you and to Miss Lynn Shay. Because because at the age that she is, and she's in her seventies, I think, yeah. and she might be older than that. I don't know, but yeah. but at the age that she is, and she's still acting her butt off, that is that's good. Yeah, that's good, and and that should be, and it really should be a inspiration to you because I know, I mean, even though you're not in your seventies, you are older. You know, mm-hmm. you're older than, you know, than a lot of the actresses that are out there, you know. Right. And so right. that should be an inspiration for you to keep going. Do what you oh, love. Yeah. Because yeah. Lynn Shay is doing She's up in age and she's doing it. So. Yeah. Yeah. Miss fingers now, but. She is Missy Fingers. I got my my photo shoot, my well, my appointment for my photo shoot, photo shoot for my headshot and stuff. So I actually part I've been waiting for the most, and then finishing my resume, and I'm gonna start sending out. Good. Good. I'm I'm really focusing on a Netflix. Um, what's the other one that it's it's one Ghost House I think it is. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. Bloom House movies, of course. Bloom House, you can't beat that. Oh no, Um, (laughs) that's like caviar. I got the correct 
Okay. Well, that's uh, awesome. Yeah. Yes, I ate the uh, papers. <laughs> I ate the divorce papers. So it's, it's pretty neat. And it's the longest one that I've done so far. So, uh, that's awesome, Miss Ingrid. That's awesome. I'm, pr I'm proud of you for going after your dream. I am. Yeah. I am so proud of that. Well, uh, listeners and guests, uh, I thank you guys for listening. I thank you guys for being with me for three years. I do thank you guys for, uh, I'm thanking you guys in advance for being with me for another three years. <laughs> uh, uh, the next time you hear from me will be uh, not next week, but the week after. Miss Ingrid, you are on that one too. You and all the other admins, because we are going to be discussing the scary movie Popcorn from 1991. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, until then, guys, uh, guy, this has been Latrice Carter, Nathan Della, Amanda Della, and Miss Ingrid Hubert. And we will see you guys later. Bye, guys. Yeah, take care. Bye.